Good evening. Thank you for coming. Continuing our discussion in the Hilfop uh, Yerkanama zone. So we've been talking about a situation where we have a Zimun, and maybe there's a possibility that we split up. So we said if you have, let's say, uh, three people, so then of course you can't split up because then you're going to break uh, the Zimun. And even if you have four or five people, uh, for someone to roll off, even though the Zimun would remain intact, it's still going to be problematic for that person because when they sit down with the potential for a Zimun, uh, so unless they maybe had in mind something different, uh, there is a Tzeruf that's created. They're considered one group. And therefore, they have an obligation to say, Brikadamazon is a Zimun. So as the individual, they wouldn't be able to roll off either. So then once you get to six, so then already uh, you could split not an individual because, again, they still have that obligation to say Birkaramazon with the Zimun, but you could have the possibility of two groups of three breaking off, and that way uh, you still have two Zimuns present, right? And we said the same thing is going to be true uh, up until uh, the point of 10. Uh, so if you have seven, you can break into a group of three and four, right? You could do the math yourself. Once you get to 10, however, so now the obligation of Zimun has become elevated because now we can do a Zimun with the Shem Hashem. We add the name of Hashem once we have 10 people. So once we get to 10, you can't break off. Even though in theory, we could have independent Zimunim, uh, right? Yeah, that works. Zimunim, yeah? Uh, you wouldn't be able to have it at that elevated level, so therefore we say you can't split. Once you get to 20, so then again, individuals can't roll off, but you could split into two uh, different groups of 10. That's what we spoke about this morning. Uh, the Ramah added an interesting point. We sort of teased this out this morning. The Ramah says, Venerly, so he says, says, they don't have to split up once you have those right numbers, six or 20, but they can if they want to. Now, we asked this morning, why would I have thought that they would have to? We understand that he's telling us that you would be allowed to if you needed to for whatever reason or it made more sense. Why would I have ever thought that you have to? And the Ramah is now coming along and saying, no, no, you, you don't have to. I know you thought you would have to, but you don't have to. What, what would we have thought? So if you look, the Mishabura says, and maybe there's good reason for this. He says, So maybe you would have thought, even though you know, we have 20 people, but let's make two Zimuns of 10 each, and that way we have more people or more brachot being recited, right? In the uh, events that you have uh, one Zimun with 20 people, so you have one person who's leading the Zimun, let's say you have one person leading the benching, and everyone else is, you know, uh, they, they, they follow along, right? We said nowadays everyone really benches, so it may not make such a difference, but let's say hypothetically one person is leading the benching for everyone, so then you have that one person doing it. But if I split into two groups of 10, so now there's more brachot that are going to be recited. Matovu manaim. So maybe we would tell you once you get to that uh, number, that tipping point, so then Dafka, you should split up so that more brachot are going to be recited. There's a similar concept or a, a similar um, model, I guess, uh, let's say when it comes to Kiddush, right? We've talked about this before. So is it better that all of the uh, uh, people at the table, they say Kiddush, or should we have one person say it on behalf of everyone? So we have different halachic uh, concepts that are sort of in a, in a clash, right? On the one hand, we have a concept of Berov Am Hadrat Melech. At its best, right, it's a great glory to the king when there's a multitude of people involved in the mitzvah, but we're doing it all together, right? So maybe one person should do it, and then, wow, Barovam Hadramela. But then we have another concept of mitzvah bo yoter mi bishlucho. It's better that you perform the mitzvah than having someone perform it on your behalf. Well, what do I do now when there's a clash, right? On the one hand, I should make my own kiddush as opposed to outsourcing it to someone else. But on the other hand, it's a greater glory to the king if we all do it together as one. So what should we do? So we saw there are different minhagim. But again, you have these different... Uh, uh, halachic ideas at clash. 
So similar thing when it comes to Birkat Mazon. So maybe I want to argue that, uh, yeah, you could have one big Zimun, Barovam Hadramelech, 20 people, but there's this other idea that we could have more Brachot, maybe more Brachot is preferable. So the Ramah is saying, maybe you would have thought that more Brachot is preferable, and therefore once we get to a tipping point of six or of 20, we're going to tell you to go to split up, and he says, no, it's not necessary. He says, uh, it's better to uh, stay together, right? Because he says, uh, while it might be a, a nice idea to have more brachot, ultimately, doing the mitzvah with a larger group of people, that is preferable. But he says, at the end of the day, uh, it's not the end of the world. You haven't violated any sur if you need to split up for whatever pragmatic reason. But we wouldn't tell you that you have to do it. And he says, but there are some who argue, and they say, so he says that some people argue and they say, no, you're not going to lose Barovam by doing it with uh, one group of 20 people. You still have an element of Barovam. There's still a large group that's coming together and you're two groups of 10 and you're going to have more Brachot. So maybe it's going to be preferable. So what we end up seeing among the Achronim is that some suggest that you are allowed to split up. Some say that you may split up, and some say you should not split up. You have all the different opinions. So maybe it's an okay thing, it's an ideal thing, or it's a less than ideal thing. We basically see all the different opinions across the spectrum. Practically speaking, I don't know how often uh, this comes up, but uh, you should know that it's out there. I don't know, you, you go to a wedding, typically everyone benches all together, they have one person leading the Zeman. We'll talk about that, God willing, as we continue through these halakhot. What do we do in these big halls? Lots of people, I can't hear the person who's doing the bracha. Okay, fine, 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 fine. But it seems like for the most part, everyone stays in the large group and we don't purposely split up. Uh, whether that's pragmatic or not, I don't know. Uh, I don't know it's because that people think, no, it's ideal that we all do it together versus splitting up into groups. But I don't know, that's how I've seen it. Yes, sir. No, no, I have not heard that. No, 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 so it's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, it's fair, it's a good question. Yeah. Watch out, this guy, yeah. Let, let's, let's just make sure we have one minion here, and then we can worry about two minions. Yes? It becomes problematic when you have, when you have exactly ten, because if one person has to leave or whatever it is, then you can't use shame and shame to do it. So it's not such a, you know, that, that, that could be an issue. No, but we're talking about a situation where you have 20, right? Meaning we're not worried about someone leaving. The question is, should we now do two groups of 10? Or right, we have six, should we do two groups of three or do it just as a, yeah. Okay, good. So uh, yeah, lots of different opinions. <laughs>